The following podcast contains adult themes and adult language. Listener discretion advised. And although we joke, if you or someone you know is affected by or a victim of domestic violence, dial 1-800-799-7233 or visit the National Domestic Violence Hotline's website, thehotline.org. It's always the husband, it's always the husband, it's always the husband, I don't keep it. Hi everyone, this is Sarah. Hi, it's Megan. You are listening to It's Always the Husband podcast. Welcome back. Hi. Welcome if you're new. Hi. We are so happy you're here. We listening are. Listening to us. It's, it's, it's a Labor Day special. It is. And uh, we're wiping the cat hair yep. off of our microphones. It's just now a part of it. Randy. Yep. It's just my whole home is dog, cat, fur, piss, shit, <laughs> food, litter, poop. All of it. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. Just everywhere. Um, Mine too. Yeah. I don't have a cat, but I have all the other things. Yeah. And you so. have children that poop and pee. Oh, God. Do they ever? Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to get started. We will talk about this week um, our glitters and our shitter that got us through the week. We started at the deodorant factory. <gasps> um, and uh, surprisingly, I was expecting to be angry since I had so much anger. Right. Like, Right. Rage last year. You have a lot of pent up rage. Yeah. Um, and just I was expecting to feel defeated the minute I walked through the door. Mm-hmm. Cause that's how I felt every minute of last year mm-hmm. and horrific anxiety. And because let's be real. The first speech that our boss gives us yeah. is about how we're not doing well enough at our testing Right. For deodorant. deodorant. Usually. All previous years. All previous years have So been. you're kind of just waiting for that because we for sure botched it last year. <laughs> yeah, we did. Uh-huh. Um, but no, that wasn't it. Um, I was incredibly relieved. It was wonderful. And my anxiety and my anger and everything just kind of filtered away for the moment. Mm-hmm. And I felt good. I felt okay. And then you got sick. And then I got sick. And I did a COVID test and it was negative. But I got pretty sick. I'm still recovering. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. Um, You didn't even go out to the first happy hour of the year. I couldn't. And I had to cancel my hair appointment. Because I couldn't even really drive myself there. I just felt so bad. And so I still have 1,900 grays. (laughs) All the way down. I look like the Bride of Frankenstein. You don't. You look beautiful. Hideous. But that's how bad I went when you have to cancel your hair appointment. You know it's bad. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Are we... It wasn't as bad as I was... It's just getting sick was shitty. Yeah. What about you? So, uh, well, my glitter in the shitter this weekend is... It's it's a country theme. Yeah. It's called, a- I've gone country. You gone country. <laughs> You done gone country. I done gone country, and I had one of the greatest weekends ever. So mm-hmm, gone country. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yeah. Um. On Friday, 
I went to work for a little bit and then I um, drove to my sister-in-law's and who's a principal in a neighboring district. Right. And um, of another deodorant factory. Uh, And so we drove to a nearby casino and went to Luke Bryan and we had seven row how fun tickets (gasps) oh my and it was kind of actually i really loved it it was a little bit um misting it was kind of raining which you would think would be annoying but i was kind of happy that it felt a little bit like fall but it wasn't too cold like i wasn't cold at all it was just like that's perfect then it was kind of yeah Sweating your tits yes, off. It, it is yeah. better than sweating your tits off. So I was happy about that. And then on Saturday, the my brother-in-law and my sister, who this is not Nut Bar. No. This is baby sister Hannah, who owns an organic farm called Medicine Creek Farm. Look it up. Um, sh- they had a farm party. And my brother-in-law sings in a band. And um, it's called Heartbreak Affair. And it's kind of a honky tonk, yeah, old country band. They have a steel they're guitar. They're really good. Yeah, they're really good and really fun. And my brother-in-law, I posted this in our group page. I don't know if any of you actually pressed play on the video, but my brother-in-law sang a murder song called "Psycho." Very fitting. And he said, "This is a murder song," and then he started singing it. And it's by Eddie Nowak. And it's literally a story about a man who is psycho and he's talking to his mom. And he says, so you think I'm psycho, mama? And he tells her all the people that he killed his girlfriend Um. and the man she was dancing with. And then he killed the dog. Oh, And then he killed the little girl. Jeez. With a wrench. Oh, this was on country music all, radio. All of it is killing everybody. Back in the day, and then the mom just said, "Oh my no, you're just boys being boys." Um, nope. I'm pretty sure the mom was dead because oh, at the end, Norman Bates situation. Yeah, at the end, oh. he was like, "Mama, mama." Oh, usually, well. Unless they're like Ed Gein, I mean. Yeah, it was it was like, psycho. He had already killed her, and he was just confessing and saying. Um, so this that was one of my favorite parts of the whole it night. Was lovely. And so it was fun, and we danced. I guess Elvis Costello did a version of this song as well. But look it up, or I'll post it on our Facebook group. Did you, are you going to tell him about how you got up in front of the crowd and sang? Old Dan Tucker. <laughs> somehow, somehow, uh, we got to talking about Little, Little House. House on the Prairie. Because well, we, we were, were talking about El Monzo, yeah. too. There was oh, a yes, there was, Monzo lookalike. Yes, there was a gentleman dressed just like Manly. Yeah. And, and I c- could not remember, of course, even though I watched every episode 600 times. I said, what's Pa's best friend's name? And yeah. everybody stared at me and I said, Pa's best friend's name, <laughs> Charles Ingalls. <laughs> and of course... Between Jamie and you, you got we were like Isaiah, Isaiah and Edwards. Mr. Edwards. And then yeah. out pops 
But I just his hobo sign. Old Dan Tucker was a yeah. man. <laughs> washed his face in a frying pan. Combed his hair with a wagon wheel. Died with a toothache in his heel. I knew it just poured out of you my knew mouth. Every word, and I died. Old Dan Tucker just yeah. stands there looking. That's how it is. <laughs> and so I sent, I sent. A text to a few of us, old Dan Tucker, and our friend Tiffany thought we were making fun of her and calling her the old Dan Tucker or the uh, Mr. Edwards of the group because she couldn't come to the farm affair. (laughs) And I said, do you think that's a new insult, calling people Mr. Mr. Edwards? (laughs) Every friend group has a Mr. Edwards. There's the Carrie, there's the Miranda, there's the Charlotte, and then there's the Mr. Edwards. Edwards. Which one are you? <laughs> Which one are you? Oh shit! I'm the Mr. Edwards. We <laughs> oh. were like, no, TT Megan just sang yeah. this song, and then Cassie Nutbar was a she was she was hammed on hands. <laughs> she, was she was in fine form. Had too many hands, and she kept going, Megan. Do you think you're gifted? How do you know you are? What though. if you're gifted? <laughs> And she was mad. She was mad because yeah. you were better at she something. She was like, oh my God, you know every word to every song. It's so, what if you're gifted? <laughs> and she was, yeah. She couldn't handle it. Super angry. And then she got, yeah, pissed she, off. Yeah. Because she wasn't, what if you're gifted? Yeah. You are um, with ly- lyrics. <laughs> for sure. You can remember I'm everything. I'm Jesse yeah, James. You are. Uh, no, I don't. But why can't I remember my own kids' names? Because it's not in a melody, and that sticks in your head a lot longer, I think. And some people, I mean, how does, like, Beyonce remember all of her lyrics? I couldn't, I'd be up there, like, I wrote this song, and I can't even remember. But I think if it's a song, it's in your head, and I don't know. I mean, that's what they bring up with this episode, too, at the very last (laughs) thing the dad says. Um, But my glitter in the shitter is what everyone was posting to make sure I don't miss was Martin Short's new show. <laughs> Did you watch it? I watched all three. <gasps> it's called Only Murders in the Building. Um, and it's with Selena Gomez as well. And uh, Steve, Steve Martin. Martin. Um, and it's pretty good, actually. There's big swears, which I was shocked because Martin Short normally doesn't swear. He swears? You swear, they swear a lot in it. Selena hmm. Gomez, I love like his care. I just everything he does, I just love. Like he can just one look of his face, and you can tell. I don't know. I just everything about Martin Short, I love. And Steve Martin's great, obviously, but they've been acting for six hundred years. <laughs> Selena Gomez, I loved in Wizards of Waverly Place. Of course, I like that show. I mean, of all the, I mean, that's one I could handle. But I don't know something about her character in this is like. You don't like wooden, it? like mm. or and I don't know if it's the character supposed to be like that or if she's doing it. So mm. that has maybe that will get better. But Otherwise, you liked I it. like it. Yeah, is it like a murder mystery? Well, a murder happens in their apartment building. That's a super fancy rich people apartment building in New York, and they those three don't know each other but they come together over their love of podcasts and then decide to make a podcast about this murder as they're trying to solve it and so it's kind of like figuring out what actually happened and then they also all have secrets that slowly come out each episode so it actually was pretty good i thought 
kind of different. And, and it's and a funny. Se- it's, it's a, a comedy. TV it's a Hulu series? TV series. So okay. one episode a week. Okay. But they released the first three already. Okay. So, um, and then the fourth one comes out today, Monday on Mondays. Nice. I'm into. So, yeah. uh, I'm gonna like piggyback on your Ted Lasso because yeah. I've been watching it, and I think I said it last week and the week before. But if you have not, I know watched Ted Lasso, listeners. Get on it. It's something. If I even liked it and it's a feel good, mm-hmm. then it's phenomenal. I cannot believe yeah. you liked it. I know. I loved it. I can't I believe it. it. Yeah. I can't believe it. It's Sarah's dying. <laughs> She's dying in a corner. I'm supposed to take out those too. Cuffs. But I don't know how. <laughs> I'll learn. <laughs> All right. We do have two Patreons. <gasps> What? So we're going to mention them as well. Nate W., thank you so much. And he sent us the nicest notes, he too. Did? I'll send it to you. Oh, Nate, okay. So nice. Um, Thanks, thank you so Nate. much for supporting us. Really, it's incredible. Thank you, thank you. And Eric Asp, who has been he's commenting on our group and he's hilarious. Yeah. And he's jumped right in. I'm so excited he's a Patreon. We have only dudes today. Dudes in the house. I sent them um our most masculine stickers. I tried to <laughs> like out. the butthole one and the For sure. They got the butthole one. Yeah, they probably wouldn't like poor choices in Prosecco. But the boys like Prosecco? I think they'll just drink whatever's in front of them sometimes. You do. If they're, you know. If they're working on getting yeah, hammed on hams. Right. They're just, they're just going to. They'll drink whatever. Yeah, for sure. Phil does, but he's effeminate in many ways. Yeah. My husband I was mad at for like two days. He's been a huge dick tree. <laughs> and then he was nice today. So I was like, oh. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, Oh, and then good. he's running in that godforsaken. Yes. He's running a 100 mile race I, this weekend. I can't even. What a dumb, huge piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> what I love is he was like, because uh, of course, the only thing that I was worried about was if where he was going to shit. So I was like asking him, what if you have to poop? And do you sleep? And like, do you eat? And I was asking him all these dumb yeah. questions and. He said, well, that's what Sarah's for. So she'll, yeah, she and my brother will just uh, meet me at the stations, at the different stage, yeah. aid stations. Yes. And then they can like give me food or whatever. And so that I was so like, I have oh to go God. and be there and pay attention. That's and as he runs by, I'm going to say, get going, fatty. <laughs> <laughs> you total loser. I'm going to kill you, me. We're doing next um, weekend. Yeah, sitting. So He's then running. I felt bad, like I was like, maybe was, I should go up with you because I'm you just would sitting need in a chair some support yeah. for and eighteen hours. Nutbar said, "Well, I'm Christina, and I are entering the chalk drawing yeah. competition or something. Yeah, it's a chalk, I guess, art. Yeah, festival in our town, and apparently there's a contest as well. I could do chalk art." Well, on my chalkboard, I don't know about on the floor. I know floor. you do, and your whiteboard art. But I can't go, because I'm holding, no. as Netbar said, I'm going to be holding the toilet for Jamie, <laughs> I guess, <laughs> running behind him with a toilet. 
I said, that's not how it works. She was not understanding or speaking her own native language. I'm going to run behind him for 50 miles carrying a toilet. (laughs) Jamie said, well, there's aid stations and that there's porta potties or toilets or whatever. Runners shit themselves all the time or they just run into the woods and take a huge dump, spray diarrhea. like, what? Sarah's bringing you a toilet? touch a toilet <laughs> like you were gonna just dump yeah. out his poop yeah, and lysol it <laughs> quick bleach it and keep running behind him with it <laughs> holding it up to his butthole <laughs> yeah no way <laughs> i just have divorce papers yeah. in his bag exactly. when he gets up there at the next aid station yeah. you'll be signing these <laughs> like ma'am you were not supposed to be carrying a toilet after your husband. There are porta potties. You didn't tell me that. He bought this toilet. Yes. Yeah. It's right. I don't know how people do it. I don't know. They're a different kind of people. I just cried. A different. Well, thank you to our male Patreons. And- yes, Eric, thank you so much. Nate, thank you so much. We love you guys. Thank you for doing that. And enjoy the Patreon episodes. Yes. All right. We, <laughs> we, ones where we get real. Yeah. We usually are based. hammered and don't make much sense. Yeah. Sorry. We are. Um, I'm taking the night off of drinking. And so I, are you, I see. Yeah, I did too. I should open my water for my throat. I'll do that. My husband said he was starting to worry about my liver. Well. And I said, oh, you care about that? He Nothing probably else. wants wants it when you die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He wants you to keep it pretty good. Uh, he just wants someone to make him food. Yeah. That's all. We, he, would be, yeah. he would starve without me. You could find some He's sort of too cheap to go out or use door package so. or something to make some sort of smoothie. Yeah, yeah, he could. He can make his own smoothies. He could just yeah. love off smoothies. He could. He oh, s- stupid ass! We watched a Forensic Files. We went back to good old Forensic Files. We found an episode called "The Cheater." The cheater and. I watched this one and I was like, we have to do it because it's so crazy. It's crazy. It, and it, it sort of pertains to our... Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, it, yeah, it, does. it does. Yeah, it does. It just takes a long route It does, yes. Route. Because this episode route. starts with Dick Clark. Dick Clark. We're all the way back in 1983, but we dip into the 60s a yes. little bit. Um, should we discuss 1983 again? Okay, yeah, yeah. All right, what were some songs you can go over? Horrible songs, yeah. yeah. Okay, so the songs that I talked about last time that we had in 83 were like, All night long, all night, and I'm forever yours, faithfully. So then um, I was like, well, what songs did I not talk about um and then i started playing one thriller was big but that was 82 right i started playing one for you right hot girls in love and i i didn't recognize it i didn't know it and i had a absolutely visceral hatred for it (laughs) instantly um (laughs) if i would have showed her the video i think she would have 
uh, yeah, her butthole would have squirted right yeah. out of her anus because he's wearing uh, the he, singer of Loverboy is wearing a He looks bandana. like Emilio Estevez in the garbage. Yeah. When they were both the garbage guys. With his Bart, Charlie Sheen and he were garbage guys. Remember that movie? They were brothers and they were garbage men? Yes. I don't know the whole plot. What was it called? Like tap working out or something. (laughs) Working working I don't know. Um, so some other well, my favorite I think I talked about this one before too was UB forties red red wine. I didn't, you gotta I didn't, love that song. I didn't care for it because I don't. Red, I just didn't. Red wine. Really? I I couldn't. Something about it just. And then, do it. um, God, it's it's not very good. That and Karma Chameleon is the best one, I yeah, guess. Of course, because and that's Roy's favorite song yeah. as well. So that was about it. It's not a great year for music besides Lionel Richie right yeah well Michael Jackson I think had just dominated 82 I think was better yeah 83 was there's some Billy Joel I like Billy Joel tell her about it yeah that was good oh Billy Jean was number two in 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 83 and then flash dance right yeah well, the movies we had talked about, like Vacation, which is huge. Um, I saw that in the theater with my parents, and my mom covered my eyes at at boob parts. What? Because there's boobs in vac- Vacation with Chevy Chase. Oh, the real one? Yeah, the first one. Where they I thought go? It was, yeah, they go to Wally, to Wally World. World. Yes. Yeah, and I thought it was hilarious, of course. And we watch it all the time, and we watch Christmas Vacation every year. Mm-hmm. But it has to be like super close to christmas because jamie won't allow it yeah before oh yeah we have to watch it at christmas time too only. um superman 3 i had talked about was a disaster and the bad guys build some sort of a giant computer in the grand canyon and <laughs> superman has to save the day and richard Pryor is in it oh um God. weird when did richard Pryor die um I should know. i look yeah. it up richard and then there were a lot of like old like parent old movies that i really don't care to watch oh i guess he didn't die for a long time yeah i mean it was for some reason i thought he died in the 80s but it was 2005 yeah oops sorry richard like terms of endearment the right stuff the big chill silkwood gorky park those were like parent movies that kids wouldn't watch and now i like don't even care to watch them um scarface though with michelle pfeiffer in her fashion that was everything i never oh. saw that movie never i saw it and i mean it's campy you know um but michelle pfeiffer in her dresses the whole movie she's just divine you love her you just i love her so much you would marry her oh my god she was in lady hawk one of my very favorite movies oh You've never Hawk? seen Lady Hawk? No. So Rutger Hauer is a knight. I don't even know who that is. And it's set in the Middle Ages. And what's his name? Dumbass Ferris Bueller is in it. Matthew. Yeah. What's his name? Ferris Bueller. <laughs> Broderick. This <laughs> Ferris Na- Bueller. Ma- Matthew Broderick. And oh, Michelle Pfeiffer. I just got another. So. Rudger Hauer was like captain of the guard and Michelle Pfeiffer was promised to be married 
well, not promise to be married, but the bishop, this has made me scared of church too. Probably this movie. <laughs> the bishop was a real creepy asshole and he liked Michelle Pfeiffer and she was like the Lord's daughter. Something who the hell knows? I don't remember. And then they fell in love secretly and the bishop didn't like that. So he put a curse on them. So where Rudger Hauer is a wolf all night long and she is a hawk all day long. And then at sunset, they switch so they can only see each other and they never can touch. And then she becomes a hawk and he travels on his horse as a knight with a hawk. And then Matthew Broderick comes in and he figures he's a thief he can use him to get back in to try to find the bishop and break the curse. And that's what they try to do. The whole what is this movie called? It's called Lady Hawk. Oh, it's so romantic. And she's so beautiful in it. She has a terrible boy haircut. And she still is like the most beautiful person you've ever seen. Oh, I love that movie so much. I saw that in the theater, too. And Rudger Hauer became like, oh, you're just like, I just wish there was a knight like him that loved me like that. Rudger Hauer was who is... Who was supposed to love her? Well, yeah. He well, was wh- the knight. What did he look like? Not how he looks now. Well, he's passed, I believe. I don't yeah. think he looks good currently. He, d- <laughs> he did die. <laughs> oh, it was just sexy. <laughs> All right, I'm going to have to find. I oh, I love it so much. Anyway, people, if you've watched Lady Hawk, I mean, at least comment. Throw me a bone here. People had seen Somewhere in Time, thank God. And Ice Castles, pew, I knew Marnie would pull through with Ice Castles. Oh, Ice Castles. I can't believe how hard they were oh. on her. Well, I mean, it, she could have just pull, pull up your straps, your bootstraps, and get to work skating, dumb right. bitch. Just because you're blind doesn't mean you can't ice skate and jump. Why was she, when she fell, why were there <laughs> chains all around? Well, because she was being a dumb bitch. And got mad at her boyfriend and started doing her routine. And there was like a whole, there was a bunch of tables set up on the ice. And she slipped and fell and smashed her head into the tables. And that's how she became blind. And then they were pretty much like, well, you're still going to ice skate. She's like, I don't feel like doing it because I'm blind. (laughs) And they made her do it. (laughs) It's like I can't even see asses. (laughs) Oh. But then she does her whole routine she beautifully did to um, Beethoven's Fifth or whatever that da 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 da, you know, that disco song. Da 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 da. And then, of course, through the Eyes of Love Ice Castle song that everyone like Nut Bars had played on the piano. Yeah. And then she does her final routine perfectly. And then they throw roses onto the rink and she doesn't know the roses are there and she trips and falls. And then she are has, you kidding yeah, me? At the end of her routine where everyone's clapping and then she starts, she can't see and she can't get up and they realize she's blind and then everyone like, like They didn't explodes. know she was blind? No, she didn't tell anybody. So they thought she could see and then they realized she was blind when she fell on the roses. So the crowd erupts. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, oh, wow. Just great. TV movies um, the day after about the nuclear holocaust in like Kansas that scared every fucking elementary kid yeah. forever um, and traumatized us to give us PTSD. Um, so Jesus. they decided to play that on TV as a TV movie. Little House had a movie. The one where Albert is grown up and then decides to become a doctor and they go back to Walnut Grove to visit Laura and Almanzo. And then they realize Albert's dying of a disease. What? And Albert dies. And I thought, fuck you, little house. (laughs) Why? You took away 
that ba- Mary's baby. baby. I, I can't even. Um, the baby brother who Laura climbed the mountain when he died, right? even though there's no mountains, right? In no. Minnesota, no. those mountains. And um, why did they? Why do they do it? They didn't need to do it. Albert was the cutest one too. I had a crush on him. I know he was so cute. And Jason Bateman. What was? Yeah. It? Did he get to live with Mr. Edwards? No, Jason Bateman got adopted by Charles. And oh, he did? Carolyn. Who got to live with Mr. Edwards and his wife? Who um, he fell in love with, remember? Yeah, a bunch of kids' parents died. I think they adopted Oh, them. those were the yeah. kids? Okay. I thought that was Jason Bateman. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, um, well, I see Rutger Hauer yeah. in Lady Hawk right now. He's sexy. Mm. Well, he's not my favorite. I loved him so much. Oh, God, that movie's wonderful. Toys. God damn it, Randy. Randy! Atari came out with Teddy Ruxpin. Ew. Everybody had a Cabbage mm. Patch Kid mm-hmm. and My Little Ponies. I sure did. Um, and then there was a thing called, in 1983, that came out that Grace, my niece, Wig, might enjoy. <laughs> but get a load of this. It was called Communication Center. And it had 14 play activities. And it was a look like a little suitcase. And you open it up, and it had a typewriter, envelopes, a pad and pencil and eraser, a pencil sharpener, a dial telephone, a switchboard, a clock, a fake CB, and a dictaphone. What for is young this called? Student, for young children that want to be some sort of a secretary. <laughs> and that wasn't a little, they're all fake shit. What is it and called? It's called Communication Center. So you could bring your little business suitcase and have a whole business meeting <laughs> playing no. with it in your living room and act like a total chode dictaphoning when your dad's yelling at your mom for more beer. <laughs> I feel like I would have loved this. Oh my god, I see it. I had never heard of it. it. I saw it and died. Oh, I bet I begged for this. Yes. We had a a real CB, so we didn't need that shit on the farm. Because we said (laughs) break for nut bar. Come in, nut bar. Um, Oh my god, this looks amazing. I know. We need to find one and see what the hell is in all of that. Yeah, it looks. Yeah, there's like a fake little. That must have been for rich shorthand. kids. Shorthand. Yeah. Because yeah. I didn't have one of those. And the CB. No, and a time no, clock. Okay. There's like a little. Right oh, my God. Randy, you I guys, know, you should see what he's doing right trying now. Trying to lay right on the laptop. Of I course. have to take a picture of Just this. being a dick. Okay. Randy, are you gonna smile? Randy, he doesn't look at phones at all. He knows. Oh my god! Yeah, so the toys were kind of good, actually. GI Joe, Glowworm. There was a Dukes of Hazard playset. My grandma had a Glowworm. Where kids played with the Confederate flag toys, I guess. Oh no! Well, Dukes of Hazard. Oh, I mean, kids didn't know, but the adults should have (laughs) known. They were just hammered and drunk and smoking their cigs I and wearing their tube tops. Drinking, yeah. yeah, they were wearing tube tops, and I wanted to wear one too. Yeah. God, all right. So that's eighty three. All right, so let's go back in time to Dick Clark now. Right, they introduce this episode with Dick Clark in black and white. Mm-hmm. So he is obviously at the time hosting American Bandstand. And he introduces 
So for those of you that are young and don't know Dick Clark, he was born in 1929 and he died in 2012 at 82, but I always thought he was like 110 because he seemed like he was around forever. He was on TV for like 70 years, seriously. Yeah. Um, he hosted American Bandstand for years, which was like a show where mm-hmm. bands literally played and idiots danced, right? <laughs> yeah. It was like... Like Madonna was on it when yeah. she was brand new. Um, he had Dick Clark Productions that pretty much produced every TV show in the 80s. Uh, he was on pier- $25,000 Pyramid. He was the host of that for a long time, and I always and watched a- that. Yeah, he was everything. <laughs> Everything Sorry. music. He did New Year's Eve for a long time. Yeah. So that's Dick Clark was huge in TV. He introduces a band. Some of you right now are yeah. like, yeah, we know you dumb asses. We're not two years old. Okay. Sorry but, if you're old like us, but yeah, we don't know what the youngs know. No, like our youngs, my youngs wouldn't, she listens and she would never know no. who Dick no. Clark is. Who would? That's 20 ish. Um, the Cheater was a song by a group <laughs> called Bob. No, the narrator says Cuban Q- instead of Cuban. I don't know what it was. And the In Men. I feel like that's the dumbest band name I've ever heard. I think that's probably why they only had one hit. Yeah, they were a one hit wonder. Yeah. And I think it's because their name is so dumb. Yeah. They might as yep. well have been Poop in the Poop Shoots. <laughs> well, we would have liked them better. <laughs> totally went to Poop in the Poop Shoots. <laughs> anyway in the 1960s their song the cheater which was kind of they played quite a few times um i had never heard it but i guess it was a pretty big hit it went to number 12 or whatever in the late 60s that's pretty good i think so yeah the lead Great. singer i mean he was handsome yeah um his name is walter scott and he had a great voice we, and he was handsome and yes, yeah, debonair. They, they show pictures of him in mm-hmm. all of the pictures of scantily clad gals next um, to him. Kind of like publicity photos, but he has two, a woman on each side. Gross. And as the years go on, the clothes on the women get less and less and less. And they're just yes. flipping through these pictures. Yep. Like, can't you just find one with him? Good God. They got to show these tits. You don't yes. need to do this. I don't know. I'm sure he has plenty of headshots. And it was like he wasn't playing in Vegas. They had like Vegas showgirls. Yeah, it was showgirl outfits. Outfits, but he was just like, you know, going on tour all the time to these like local ballrooms, basically, with these ladies. Yeah, he his home base was St. Louis, Missouri. Mm -hmm. Um, which kind of they list all the musical acts that had been there but he joined the uh bob cuban and the inman in 1966 became their lead singer and we see bob cuban the real one and he appears to have a massive toupee on his head i felt oh do you think and he definitely looks like an aging kind of musician kind of like the Old crooners from the 60s that in the 80s, they still have that curly toupee on and trying to look real young. No, and it's just not working. This was an unfortunate toupee. Oh, I mean, it. it I feel like you put money into it. It just 
it was it didn't work because no. he probably had some but i mean my There's, god you can the just, bolt on toupee might yeah. have been better from that fool yeah <laughs> from that pig Nataro. Yeah. god anyway um bob cuban discusses that walter scott was really he was always impressed with his vocal range he was so really talented cuban the band was named after him, but he had to let Walter Scott be the lead singer because Bob was unfortunate yeah. looking. Well, no, what's I his don't name know. Van Halen did. Yeah, he, but he still was the leader. Yeah, he that's true. Was a musical genius and wrote everything. Right now, their lead song again was "The Cheater." Nothing else really was successful, but "The Cheater" got up to number twelve, and it got him on American Bandstand. I mean, that's right pretty on. good. Yep. So he was pretty popular. Now, Bob um, says that Walter definitely liked that popularity, that celebrity, and he says he liked the ladies. Yeah. Well, you think a celebrity man? Shocking is gonna right? take advantage yeah. and hump every woman that he sees he's on the every road groupie? yeah of course so then they show him with a bunch of playboy bunnies and actually and then the playboy bunny club actually started the first one was in chicago based on this other kind of gay 90s club that well not like are we have a gay 90s it's actually a gay club but it was based on the 1890s <laughs> like, oh yeah, yeah 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 and men would join an annual membership and they would get a special key and the membership cost 25 dollars oh, men are so dumb no um so hugh hefner liked that idea so he started the playboy club where you needed a special key and you would have a yearly membership and you could come in and then as everyone has seen the ladies are wearing like the le- leotards with a corset. Yeah. And then they have the pointiest boobs you've ever yes. seen. The boob, pointy boob. And then their little bunny ears and tail. Ugh. And so there was one in Chicago and then Detroit and then St. Louis got one. And then there was like 15 more. And they kind of went kaput by late 80s and closed. Thank God. I know. Jeez. Well, Walter kept singing. I would out have for the cheetah. Yeah. I would have that bunny suit on and I'd have all my pads sticking out on the bottom. Oh, oh my geez. God. My nipple hair <laughs> poking out the top like, of my cone. Oh, jeez. <laughs> ma'am, can you step away from the table and just throw our drinks from the bar? We'll you catch them. You couldn't have plucked that, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't. Oh, man! Area, my do body. you need to wear that big pad with wings? <laughs> yes, <laughs> leotard. I do. Well, the wings have to go around. Perimenopausal. So oh. <laughs> so all throughout the seventies and eighties, Walter is just loving life. He is with his female fans. He's doing these one-nighters, so he's just going doing one show a night traveling all around so he's away from home all the time yeah and they discussed that yeah the cheater the song is also walter he Mm -hmm. became a cheater and now you've dropped your coffee or your drink because you're so shocked (laughs) you're You're so shocked a man that he cheated who cheated that is out and about singing at clubs every night. No. Cheated on his wife. I know it's shocking, but it did happen. It's very rare it happened in this I case. am appalled. Walter was married 
to his first wife. Her name was Doris. Yes. And she seemed kind of cute. They show she one black cute. and white picture of yeah. her, and it looks like with their son. Yeah, they have a son. Um, very adorable. And he, Walter, though, left and divorced Doris because he was having an affair with a girl he met on the road. And her name was Joanne, Joanne. Calcutta. Joanne, I wrote, yikes. Permed mullet. Yes. Looked eighty. Mullet. Even though she's in her twenties and thirties, she looked eighty. And I wrote Se- handsome, severe, uh, plucked eyebrows and as severe well. permed yes. mullet. Yeah. Yeah. She oh, yeah. was one of the most handsome women we've had on this show. Handsome. I can't even how he left cute he Doris, left Doris for handsome for Joanne. Yeah. Oh. I, I can't even. Now, we see Walter's mom, Kay, and dad, Walter. Mom, I like. She was feisty. Walter Sr., yeah. And Walter, dad, had the hot, murdery hot glasses mm-hmm. on with the two bars. So and, you know, hot. Hottest glasses. Mom and dad hated Joanne. Yes. Joanne. They thought she was just a stink bitch, yeah. pretty much. <laughs> Except Mom K says Joanne was false. False yes. meaning stank bitch. <laughs> Hated her. They didn't feel like they could trust her. Well, they were getting all these signs, bad vibes from her. And they, I liked how they called him Wally. No. They were like Wally. Little Wally. Wally was a dick and he cheated on everyone. Yeah. Well, Walter started cheating on Joanne with one of his dancers. Anyway, the go-go, a go-go dancer. dancer. God, Jesus! But that wore fringe. Yeah, he had a wandering wang. <laughs> His wang wandered to the left and wandered to the right and wandered to the front and wandered to <laughs> in diagonal. <laughs> he had a wandering wang. Now Joanne, though, thought, "Who cares about your wandering wang?" Because she had a wandering. Because I have a wandering hoo-ha. Yeah, her hoot wandered to her electrician so for some reason in their house and this when he's electrician gone, is foul um, when you see the electrician that was hired to probably do odd jobs because walter was never at home mm-hmm. this picture a giant man that looks like he's seven five but then also seven five wide he has an enormous head of curly hair that's yep. askew and to and from. He has an enormous mustache. Yeah. And he looks exactly like Ed Kemper without his glasses. Ed Kemper is the serial killer that cut off his mom's head and fucked the neck. Um, I thought he looked just like the best friend on Overboard. Oh, my God. Totally. A mixture of both. <laughs> A mixture of both. He did look exactly said, like the best friend and overboard. I'm sorry, Annie. A straight. Yeah, a straight Annie. Those underwear are mine. <laughs> There's no joke. Yeah. yeah. When I'm finished this bit, six pack, we only got one more six pack left. <laughs> I loved. Yes. A mixture of him and Ed Kemper. Yep. All right. So you're picturing the lovely Jim Williams. Now, Jim Williams, of course, was married to his wife. What? Jim was married to Sharon for 20 years. Oh, now, they show like a church photo 
of Jim and Sharon. Jim looks like Ed Kemper slash overboard friend. Overboard friend. Sharon is in a blonde wig, very much so a fake blonde wig, because they show another picture of Sharon and she has dark, dark black hair. hair. Yeah. So she was wearing just a weird ass yeah. blonde wig. <laughs> I mean, and he looks like a fool. So I mean, they both, but Sharon's cute. They both look weird in that picture. Um. Now, K Mom says. Good God, this was like Peyton Place. <laughs> so if you're an old, if you're you an know old. Peyton Place. Mm-hmm. And no young knows Peyton Place. So Peyton mm-hmm. Place was a novel, very scandalous, um, written in 1956 and then made into a movie in 1957 with Lana Turner. And it's about homicide, suicide, incest, affairs, Jesus. humping of all sorts. And it was must have been terribly scandalous back then because you couldn't do jack shit. I, I've never seen it or never read it, but I'm cu- it now I want to. Yeah, I've always heard about it. it because That's everybody always could, says, "Oh, it's Peyton Place" or whatever, and I'm like, oh, "We could do that for Patreon." Yeah, is watch it and do a play by play. I this know bullshit, but I'm sure the movie took out all the good yeah, boner sure. parts. We could do a read aloud. Yeah. <laughs> we have to read the best parts aloud and just drink as we read. So everybody is pretty much with every with somebody besides their spouse in 1983. It's like Riverdale for right. those of you who you are, are young. Okay. Yeah. Where ev- everyone's with someone else's boyfriend, girlfriend. Right. Right. Sharon Williams, who is wife wig wearer of <laughs> overboard friend Jim Williams, electrician, who is boyfriend of Joanne, handsome Joanne who is wife of Walter Scott Singer. So Sharon so crazy. was found in October of 1983 in a terrible car accident. Police pull up and there's a huge fire burning by the car. She's down in some kind of ravine, mm-hmm. embankment, kind of by water. There's like this big ass grass fire. When the police get there, she's on the passenger side, kind of on the floor, but she's actually still alive. They rush her to the hospital. Whoops. The sheriff calls Jim. And now we see an older Jim himself, his actual self. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's giving interviews. He has gray hair, gray mustache. He shortened looks, it up. He shortened yeah, up his he hair. He looks a little more pulled together. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, I get a call from the sheriff's department. They told me my wife had been in a bad car accident. <laughs> they said, don't leave the house. An officer would come out and pick me up. But there was only minor damage to the car. Oh, wait. No, the narrator said that. Oh. (laughs) Anyway, Sharon, with only minor damage, like literally a bump in the front, minor damage to the car, poor Sharon had a serious, like, caved-in head injury, a terrible head injury, and the, her skull was fractured, mm-hmm. and there was nothing they could do for her. So she was on life support. So we see Jim again, old Jim. He says, well, to tell me, a doctor come and tell me, we can pull the plug, and we can let her go, or you can lay the plug, or leave the plug in, plugged in, keep her like this for years. And I says, well, what are you going to do? That's what he said. What, what, what are you going to do? And then he pulls the plug. 
<laughs> That's what he's going to do. That's what he's going to do. Yank, <laughs> yoink, he said, and yanked that plug, well, farted, and got out of that room. Best be yanking it. I'm going to be getting out now. <laughs> what the hell? And then he tore his butthole up, farted in their general direction, and left. Just wiping his hands. Pulled that plug. Yep. No autopsy. Nothing for nope. her. She, she was, was just, just dumped in a bag yep. and buried pretty much. Yeah. Good God. Then a few months. Well, that was October. So around Christmas time, Walter came home from all of his concerts and he wanted to spend the holidays with his wife and children. Good job. Good. Way to go. Yeah. Um, he took a... Uh, he, he tried to do the right thing here yeah. by going back home to his wife. And his friend said he seemed kind of distracted and kind of sad. Well, his hooch is somewhere else and he's stuck with the handsome Joanne. Mm-hmm. Now, a few days after Christmas, Joanne is the one calling the police mm-hmm. saying that Walter disappeared. He went to get a new battery for his car at some store and he never came home. Police call the store or garage and they said Walter never came here. They find his car at a parking lot in some at the airport. airport. Yeah. But he's not listed on any flights and he's reported missing. He's completely disappeared. We come we see old Walter, his dad, Walter Sr., and he said Oh, he said something like, geez, no, I wasn't worried about him. He used to just take quick trips out of town. I didn't figure nothing was wrong. No, it's like, who, who the enablers? Yeah. Whatever. It's yeah. like, they just let this guy, yeah, sure, you can leave town and go pork whoever you want. Right. Wally. Maybe stay around for your kids a few seconds, but. Ugh. um, But then Mom K, she knew right away something was wrong. And she went over to the house and both parents go to the house and say, what the hell is going on to Joanne? Like, where's Walter? They were very surprised what they saw. When they walk into the house, there is Jim Williams. They don't know who he is. He is just the big fat dork electrician. What's the electrician doing here right now? Jim has all of Walter's jewelry. And Walter must have had some performance jewelry. I'm oh, assuming. I think he did. Yeah. And his guns sitting out in the table. And he's just oh going through God. everything. I would have said, what in the fuck is your electrician doing sitting on his fat ass going through my son's stuff? Why does What's he have Wally's on, rings? Yes. And why are these guns here? They mm. did realize that a third gun was actually missing. Mm. And that was concerning. Mm. My God. And the reenact they have a reenactment of this and Joanne has a huge clown wig on because there's yes. perm. And the gym they just make a huge fat slob. Yes, they didn't even try. <laughs> they try to make him look handsome. They knew. <laughs> <laughs> There's police, nothing they could do. Police find out then that Jim Williams's car was parked in front of Joanne's home the entire night before. Oh, but of course, Jim says, yeah, I slept on the sofa. So yeah. you are the electrician. What are you doing sleeping over? Everywhere. Yes. You sleep at your own just house. Innocent, why are you staying Sir? here, dumb asshole? Yeah. Do the job and go home. If you're just an electrician client, I don't want my hired electrician nope. sleeping on my couch no nope. i would think that's weird correct or someone comes in to fix a furnace and they just kick it off kick off their feet and start sleeping on my couch 
That's weird, sir. Very weird. You need to leave and take your car. But then they're not, Kay's not born yesterday. She knows this porking is happening. Yes. What in the hell? At least be honest if you're going to be this blatant. But, if, but of course, they're mad at her for porking. I well, mean, of course. He is very offensive looking. But they don't care, about, you know, two shits about Wally going all over with his wang. No, and everyone. They don't care about good old Wally. What Joanne does next, she calls Walter's road manager and cancels all of his next performances. I mean, come on, obvious. Right there, the police should have just been like, "You're done, ma'am. You're done. What's going on?" And arrested her and grilled her. They did not. Too stupid to live. And then Jim Williams and handsome Joanne drive to Pennsylvania from St. Louis. Where they go through the band's trailer to try to take all of Walter's stuff. Oh my God. Yes. It's like it just keeps getting worse and worse and dumber and dumber. Yeah. And then they say they did stay in a hotel. And this is where Jim, in the interview, Jim makes very clear that Joanne never once took off her clothes. Well, she didn't bring pajamas. Did she just sleep in her clothes on the top of the. why is her electrician with? She was in this bed and I was in this bed. And then he bed. says, I just took off my shirt and we didn't do nothing. What oh, the hell? Yeah. Why are you an electrician with on this trip? <laughs> Why are you there? <laughs> what electrical outages yeah. were in play here? I know. Do you need to like put battery pinchers on her nipples <laughs> to for some medical therapy? <laughs> what is going on? Is that what she needs instead of vitamins at night to sleep? If she doesn't take her melatonin, she has her electrician hook her up to a car battery and zaps her cooch. She has the dildo that the other yeah, dead lady that big <laughs> with the extension the, cord. Uh, the remote yeah. control or and he's whatever. there to yeah. make sure if yeah. it's <laughs> <she stalls laughs> in disrepair, she brings her electrician to fix her giant dildo. <laughs> She is serious about dildo care. (laughs) How embarrassing for my poor mom if she's listening. But someone would say, sir, you're missing the whole point that you're her electrician. Of course, if you're with, you're boning her. We don't believe she slept in her clothes in one bed and you took your shirt off, you big Poop face. Yeah, especially because your car was at her house the whole, you know, oh my for the God. last nine years. Come on. And you're both too ugly for anyone else to take. We don't True. care about that. True. Good grief. I don't know. So then they search for Walter throughout the springs, throughout the summer, and it just goes cold. It doesn't go cold because you know that Joanne and Jim did it. Why can't you grill them and how could they not? I don't know. Oh, they were like, we didn't think we'd ever find him. What are you doing? Did they yeah. ever interview either of them they or had to have, take them in for questioning? I don't know. This is ridiculous. Kay was so desperate, Mom Kay, she called a psychic. I'm like, ugh, psychics who take advantage of people with missing loved ones. That is, I don't know, that makes me sad. She said the psychic said, Randy just plopped up here again, that the psychic said that Walter was in cold water, but it wasn't moving water. There's a big red barrel or something red 
by the side of the road. And it's not far from where you are now. Well, Kay mom noticed that Jim Williams had a house with a great big red door. It sure did. And she said he is somewhere on Jim Williams property. Um, They searched for a long time after that, but found nothing. And then after nine months, after Walter disappeared, Joanne filed for divorce, citing abandonment and adultery. And she marries Jim Williams. Gross. Absolutely foul. Oh. Now, the medical examiner at this time, so this is like year after Walters disappeared and more than a year about after poor Sharon was in the car and got her head smashed in. Right. They get a new medical examiner that's actually going to look back and study old cases that were suspicious. Well, good God, of course. Well. But you don't ever have the money for that. Police Someone who does his job? Yeah. So we get Dr. Mary Case, and she actually looked really normal, and she was very smart. Very smart. Oh, that's right, because it was a woman. Yeah. That's why she did the job. Of course. Yep. Oh, Mary. Right away, Dr. Mary Mm -hmm. looks at the case and is like, bitch, are you kidding me? She, you don't fuck with Mary Case, She says, look at all of this shit. First of all, this bitch comes in with her head smashed in Mm -hmm. and there's like a ding in the front light. Mm -hmm. She did not get that injury from this car accident. Mm -hmm. Second, the driver's door is wide open, yet her body was found in the passenger seat. The seat is all the way back, like a big, tall, dumbass was in there and she was very short. Um, there was no damage to the right fuel away, line. She could have just stopped talking right, right there. And yeah. they'd be like, yep, we see what you're... And yet there's a big-ass fire. And this bitch Sharon comes into the ER reeking of gas. She had gasoline all over her uh, body. Didn't one person say, good God, her husband poured her with gas and tried to set her on fire. No. No, they just they said, didn't. maybe she likes to drink gas out of the canister and she spilled it on her shirt. She's We've like, all been there. She liked the way it smelled. Yep. She put gasoline down like Gina Tay on her neck <laughs> and on her, on her wrists. She's gasoline Gina Tay. <laughs> what in the hell, people? This poor woman just wanted someone to help her. and She's dying. Mm-hmm. I can't even. Dr. Mary Case says, dig her up. They exhume the body. She gives an autopsy, shaves her head, and they showed the shaved head. With the two, she had two huge cuts and lacerations that caved in her skull on the back of her head. And she said, how are you in a front fender bender or front end accident that dings your like front light? Where you would have hit and you your have head, two enormous head. Yeah. caved in cuts on the back of your head. Yeah. She said, none of it makes any sense. So she right away said, this is a murder for fuck's sake. What the hell? God damn it. So dumb. She figured it was literally like a pipe or a huge crowbar. And she was hit on the back of the head, put on the passenger side. They didn't even try to make her look like the driver. I know. I mean, just nothing about it. Just the car pushed into this little ravine and then the grass set on fire thinking it would blow up the car, which it didn't because someone got there in time. Mm. Now, obviously... Jim becomes, her husband becomes the number one prime suspect. 
And Walter then, by the time they figure all this shit out, had been missing for three years. Mm-hmm. And the police decide, well, let's try and maybe interview his family. What's what in the, the hell? What's the common denominator here? Why wouldn't you do that before? I, Come I don't on. Know why. So they find his estranged son, Jimmy, and Jimmy's in jail, Jimmy Jr. Jimmy Jr. done got himself Jimmy, arrested in Florida. Yes. So he's in Florida jail on an unrelated crime, they say. <laughs> well, I think. <laughs> Jesus. So the cops go visit Jimmy Jr. and say, what do you know about your dad killing that man? And Jimmy just pretty much laughs at the cops saying, what a bunch of dumb fucks. Um, he killed him. Could you be any dumber? Yeah. He disappeared in December where all this shit is frozen. So where, is they, where are they going to hide a bitch? And he said, are you... Did you ever talk to his neighbors and wonder why he was building a flower garden over his water tank cistern in the yard in the middle of the winter? Winter, yeah. Two weeks after this guy disappeared? He's like, you're a bunch of dumb dildos. That's what he said. (laughs) (laughs) They were pretty much like, yeah, I guess. So they go back in the back of Jim Williams' home, and he has a cistern, so like a big water tank in the ground, which I guess... I I don't know if people use it as drinking water, but it's like stored water. But what if, what if he did? Well, they realized that on top of the cistern lid, he built like a one foot high garden of shit flowers, flower box, yeah, flower box over the cistern, which I don't know why anyone would do. And his neighbor said, "Yeah, he was doing it like in the middle of the night and twenty degrees." Two mm-hmm. weeks after Walter, and we know as cold weather people, you don't do anything in 20 no. degrees. Nothing, unless you are, I guess, burying a body, you would. Yeah. But that doesn't make any sense. Again, don't you interview the neighbors right away? They what did the nothing. Ask? They didn't do anything. Where are the interview? The nothing. door-to-door, the walking and getting interviews, that's police work? Oh, so then they show actual video of them <laughs> digging up this flower garden. Why were they taking a video? I don't, I mean. Yeah, I guess okay, to see. Good like, job. To show that they were they're, actually yeah. doing their work. They open up the cistern and they're not even hiding. Floating mm. on top is fucking Walter Scott in it's his crazy. jogging suit. And they show it. Yeah. he is not decomposed. He still has it flesh. It is crazy. And then they find concrete blocks. He was tied up. The concrete tied to his ankles with the rope disintegrated so he floated to the top and all of his credit cards and his id are in there yes, too. everything I, I can't even can't even now he of course is badly decomposed but actually still in one piece and was just kind of floating i mean still yeah. has a body but it, like they show his yeah. feet and they're all black and decom- i mean gross they figure that he was shot in the back with a gun and he was didn't he have his arms tied up yeah he was tied up arms and legs so i think they because they put the cement blocks oh they did that after he okay i think so and then we see jim again um and jim says well i didn't call kill walter scott because if i'm gonna kill a man i'm gonna shoot him right between the eye and I'm not going to shoot you in the back. Well, what a hero, Jim. Oh, what Jim. a hero. 
Walter's family, now Mom K says, I know he was killed at home because he didn't have his shoes on and he always took his shoes on when he came through the door and he just had his socks on. She thinks that he just sat down at the couch and he was shot in the back. He was just wearing his Adidas sweatsuit. Yep, looking like J-Lo in the cistern. (laughs) Wearing his juicy couture. Oh, Jim Williams then is finally arrested. He's charged with both the murder of Walter. 900 years later. And his wife, Sharon. Thank God. But then they also did arrest and charge handsome Joanne Mm -hmm. as well. Um, Kay finally has her son in Spalter Sr. And they buried him again they buried him but in a mausoleum above ground because they said they he'd spent I so know. many years in the water underground so that's really sad but then they think okay this is all getting wrapped up they do the trial and jim is pretty much right away guilty here ouch Obviously. god randy is just chewing on my hand randy they figure jim gets in a fight with sharon Beats the shit out of her on the back of the head with like a pipe or crowbar, takes her body, puts it in the car, and then tries to fake this accident, but does a shit job of it. Dallas's her with gasoline. Yeah. Yeah. He's got, he's fucked in the head. And Mm -hmm. I don't know, there's no cure in fucked in the head, really. There isn't. There's a whole lot (laughs) of it around lately. Nope. And I don't know of any fucked in the head rehab or anything like that that we can go to. No, no, no. Where, 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 where have you been there, Bab? I haven't seen you in a long time, Bob. Well, geez, I went to that fucked in the head rehab for the past year. I've been stuck in there. My God, now I look back and I see all the stuff I've been putting online. Jeez, I was fucked in the head. Well, well, Bob, yeah, we all knew you were fucked in the head. I'm so proud of you going to fucked in the head rehab. Well, peace be with you, Bob. What in the hell? Peace be with you. So he's guilty because yeah. he clearly, there's no other, who else would have done that to Sharon? Who else would have had the opportunity? Well, because he wanted to marry Handsome. Yeah, he wanted Handsome Joanne. Now, there are absolutely not really any kind of forensics about Walter's death. And that they didn't interview or talk to anybody. Nobody really saw anything except dumbass Jim pouring concrete in the middle of the night in 20 degrees. Um, during a snowstorm, <laughs> the word of like his son, the son was like, you guys are right. dumbasses. Just saying that flower box was not there before he died. And it was there right after he died. Um, they really can't match the rope to anything. There's no fingerprints. There's really not any kind of forensics. Um, but he still got convicted yeah. of his murder, Walter Scott's murder. Now, here's where um, we see kind of the perp walk of handsome Joanne. Oh, so she has her mullet is permed and even to a bigger and bushier, big permed mullet. She has on hot square, enormous sunglasses. And I loved them. And frosted lipstick. Yeah. And she is walking like she's just a badass into court. Yep. Well, she was a little bit smarter than Jim and sign and, uh, had a plea deal right so she her deal though was pure shit 
And she got sentenced to five years in prison, mm-hmm. a fine of $5,000, and then she only served 18 months. And they show her so, coming out of her plea deal. Oh, my God. Wouldn't you have just slapped her oh, across yeah. the she face? She looked like this, a smug oh, asshole. And she, she had like, short mm-hmm. hair and looked even more yes. handsome. A terrible green suit that you know... Um, yeah, like a Crystal Sally Carrington Jesse. would never wear. Yes, Raphael Green. Oh my God, Joan Collins yeah. would shit on this green suit. Yes, she would. <laughs> and so, of course, Kay and Walter are terribly upset because Kay said, "There's no way mm. that um, but she didn't have anything to do right, with it." Right, because Walter would have just went into his house. He would have noticed if the big electrician was there or heard him or whatever. He trusted his wife. And so he had his back to her and he didn't suspect anything. And she snuck up on him and shot him. She's the only one that would have the opportunity to shoot a man in his own home in the back. Who else would do that? So she knew she did it. And so she was terribly upset that she only got 18 months Mm -hmm. and caught to this plea deal. But really, since they didn't have any forensics, because they didn't do jack shit. No. I'm sure they didn't they test. all of their opportunities. They didn't test her for gunshot residue. If they could do that then, they didn't. I mean, none of that. They probably didn't test her clothes for blood spatter, anything. The second they found him in looking at the rings with the guns, the police should have been in well, that house. Oh, my God. Of course. They what both the should have been in interview rooms. My God. Cops bit the big one. Yeah. And then it ends with dad walter saying oh you know mom talks about how she'll hear his songs in like the stores and be so kind of it makes her happy now (laughs) and then the dad just says i still don't understand how i remember all those words and that's what it ends on it's not my son i hope he finds peace he's just still confused how did i remember all the lyrics and then it goes to black. <laughs> He's just so pondering. <laughs> oh, maybe he had the gift. He had right? the gift, like you do. Yes. And he's saying he, he's saying old Dan Tucker as his closer. <laughs> and then his mistress yeah, came out and, and would dance and did Dan a Tucker. high kick. Yeah. <laughs> she did those bells clicking to the side oh still don't know yeah. i remember all the yeah. words oh my god <laughs> so that was a complicated case oh my god there were, yes and so the cops were so dumb well i mean i think they were just on a long three-year break <laughs> And they were going to get to it when they're off their break. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They were taking a quick five that lasted three years. (laughs) Oh, my God. I don't know. Anyway, if you enjoy this, you can join our Patreon um, and get exclusive episodes. If you could give us a review and a rating when you're done listening, that would be amazing. We appreciate it so yes. much. We love reading our reviews. Ratings help podcasts kind of go up the charts. Share us with your friends. Yep, share. Spread the word. We appreciate it so much. Follow us on social media. We have a Facebook group. We have Instagram. We have Twitter, all of that. And let us know what you think. You can write yes. us or message us anytime. We, we love, love to hear it from you. All we right. need something to take our minds out of the deodorant no factory. God. All right. Bye-bye. Till next Bye. time. Bye.